Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we are going to talk about what you should do after you hit seven figures in revenue. So I'll kick it off, and I think Neil and I have maybe differing philosophies here, but I think once you hit seven figures, why not go for bigger, right? It depends on kind of what your goals are. So it might be you want to live a good lifestyle. So you know, in some cases, people call it a lifestyle business, right? So this is like you know having starting your muse, like in the four-hour work week, or maybe, maybe you're just building something where you can just live really comfortably, right? I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think some people think a lifestyle business, I'm air quoting right now, is not a good thing to have. People kind of look down on it. I don't think so. I think it's just what your goals are. And then other people, you know, they want to roll the dice and they want to go for something bigger, right? They may, maybe they want to go for eight figures. So what I like doing is looking at, you know, how, you know, what profits were for the year. And I like thinking about, okay, what do I, what can we, what kind of investments can we make for the future, right? So I like doubling down on what's already working and going for something bigger. This is assuming that you have your goals mapped out. If you haven't already going into, you know, the new year or whatever quarter you're in, map out your goals, figure out what makes sense for you first and foremost. Do you want a lifestyle business or you want to go for something bigger? If you do, instead of thinking about investing in cryptocurrencies or all the new hotness around you, why don't you think about investing in what you can control? Because Elon Musk, you look at him, he thinks the best investment is in you know yourself ultimately because you can control the outcome more than anything else. Yeah, and most people when they hit seven figures, as Eric mentioned, why not go for eight? Everyone has a mindset or most people that I meet like, oh, I hit seven figures and now I'm going to hit eight. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. What you do to get to seven figures usually doesn't get you to eight if you do the same exact thing, right? It's very rare that people just keep scaling and growing to eight figures just by doing the same exact thing that they're doing when they're at seven figures. And no, it's not mindset where you're like, oh, you have to think it and believe it and then you'll end up hitting it. That doesn't end up getting you there. You have to end up thinking bigger. Most people who are hitting seven figures, their businesses are all about, hey, how much can I spend right now and how much more can I make? So a lot of people, let's say if you're doing paid ads, you're going to be like, oh, I spent a dollar and I made two. That's awesome. And you keep doing that. And then you're eventually going to be like, oh, I'm tapped out. We can't scale anymore. The difference between seven figure, eight figure, and even nine figure businesses is seven figure businesses want to make money right away. Eight figure businesses more so think about lifetime value of your customer. How are you getting them? How much does it cost? Are there upsells and downsells? What do you need to do to get more revenue out of each customer? If you don't have upsells and downsells, you may have to end up adding them, right? 
But by doing this, what that allows is for you to spend more money to acquire a customer. If you can spend more money to acquire a customer than your competitors, it's much easier to grow to eight figures. But you have to really optimize your business, your profit margins, and your LTV. So once you hit seven figures, you know, give yourself a pat on the back. But keep in mind, there's still so much more that you can end up doing. And when you're doing it, keep in mind that, hey, what could you do to optimize your business to give yourself a leg up on your competitors? For specific channels, such as paid advertising, SEO, content marketing, whatever it may be, so that way you can scale out more. And, you know, when you're talking about the seven-figure mark, you know, Eric, do you ever share your revenue or no? No. Okay. So do you ever share what range you're in? Yeah. Okay. What range are you in? 2.5 to 3. Okay. Sure. So you're in the seven-figure range and you want to hit eight. All right. I'm assuming because you work your butt off. So what are you doing specifically after you hit seven figures, right? Because you've, you've been there for a bit and you've been growing and you've done a good job because the company you acquired, you had to pretty much rebuild it all and start over from scratch. So right. what are you doing after you hit your first million bucks in yearly revenue? Yeah. So I guess just to, to back up a second, I think what Neil's talking about really relates to how really good marketers think about scaling, right? So a really good example of this is when you look at Russell Brunson and you know ClickFunnels, it's really dialed in. He's willing to lose money on the front end when he's running ads. And then you know he knows his back end is going to make up for that, right? That's when you get more sophisticated. Now, I think from a business perspective, when you get to seven figures, so, you know, zero to uh, zero to seven figures or so, you're really trying to figure out, you know, product market fit. You have people that are interested in your product or your service. But once you start to get beyond that, it's really beyond you because it, it's about, okay, who are the great people that you can hire to your team? What are the systems and processes that you can build to get to that eight figure mark, right? And even going beyond that, you know, the, the people that I've talked to that have gone even beyond eight figures to nine figures or so, it, 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 it continues to be more about, you know, the the executive team that you have, the people that you have, the culture that you have, right? And this seems like, you know, this is a marketing podcast, but keep in mind, like, if you're interested in marketing, you're probably interested in templates, systems, and processes. I'm really into that stuff. I think it's like a game. So, you know, when I look at things right now, like when I look at the, the people we have that, that are that are senior on the team, I'm comfortable knowing that, you know, we are going to get to the next level because, you know, these are the people that I can rely on when I'm not there to grow the business. Those are the kind of people that you need to find. But first, you need to figure out, okay, you figure out the product and service, but what do you want your company to look like next? What are the goals next? And then you have to be able to convey that vision to those people and sell them on it because you're always selling, right? And then get them on your team and then, you know, grow the business for the long term. Yeah, and and the other thing Eric mentioned earlier on is like, If you want to live a lifestyle business, you can. A lot of people are like going out there and they're like, yeah, I want to create an eight figure or nine figure business. And why not? But here's the thing, you know, some people like my dad or my sister are perfect examples of this. They don't really care for money. All they want to do is just live a chill, relaxed life. My dad was a loan processor, made decent money, you know, never made a fortune. And he retired early, I think 50 something, right? I forgot the age. And once he retired, I was like, what are you going to do? And he's just like, I'm going to watch TV, you know, soccer. I'm going to do my gardening, fix the home, whatever I can. He's like, that's what I enjoy. He's like, why do I need to keep making more money? If you're one of those lifestyle people, then by all means, optimize for profitability. Don't try to go to eight figures because to try to go to from seven figures to eight figures, you can't do it on your own. You're going to end up building a huge team, right? It's too hard to scale to eight figures with just one or two people. Your margins are going to decrease. You're going to be grinding it through. And if that's not the life you want to live, then get out early. Just optimize for lifestyle. Don't spend too much. Save your cash and then live a chill life for the rest of, you know, 
however long your money lasts. Yeah. The final thing I'll add is also, you know, it doesn't always have to be linear, right? It doesn't mean, you know, let's say, for example, Neil has an agency, I have an agency and, you know, we're, we're growing, right? But you might, you might just say, okay, we just need to add more salespeople. We just need to dial in the marketing machine more, but there is a faster path, right? Instead of just, you know, taking the stairs, sometimes maybe you can take the escalator, right? Or the elevator um, and move a little faster. So what do I mean by that? I mean, there's a lot of, especially, you know, you look at people out there, there's a lot of capital out there. People are looking to acquire other businesses right now. You know, mergers and acquisitions is a way to think about doing it. I'm just saying this is an example of another way to do things, right? So, you know, by the way, if you have agency and agency, maybe you want to sell, maybe you can reach out to Neil or myself uh, in the future if you're interested in selling your agency, because that is a model that, you know, we'd look at it in terms of kind of stacking on the growth um, in- instead of having to build everything from scratch. Right. Especially like if you look at the I'll just use continue to use agency as an example. You look at, you know, like a Dentsu or you look at, you know, the, the Ogilvy's of the world. They have all these different services. Right. And, you know, they've grown a lot through, you know, mergers and acquisitions. It's not like they have to build everything from scratch. Right. So don't think that you have to do everything on your own when the capabilities are out there and p- people are, you know, perhaps looking to move on to the next thing or to getting tired of their business. Yeah. And again, feel free to reach out to Neil or myself if you're looking to sell your, your agency. Neil. Yeah, best of luck with everything. And, you know, hitting that seven-figure mark is very rare. and Most people don't do it, but whatever you're doing, it's working out so far. Keep chugging away. Great. So that's oh, it. One, one last tip. A lot of people hit seven figures. They're always like, oh, yeah, life is great. They're on cloud nine. And what they don't realize is shit always goes down. The question is when. Even Apple computers, yes, they're the biggest company in the world right now. But they were struggling at one point. So much so, Microsoft gave them $100 million to bail them out so they wouldn't get sued for antitrust-related stuff because they needed a a competitor to just be alive and kicking so that way people wouldn't go after Microsoft and tear them apart, right? And it's like, look at now. Apple's bigger than Microsoft. Microsoft had its heydays where they were climbing, then they tanked, and now they're back up, right? And it happens with most companies. It's a natural cycle of businesses. So now that you're at seven figures... Keep in mind, if you take your foot off the gas, you're going to end up dying down. You're going to lose that money. The question is just when. Yeah, the final thing I'll add on on top of that, actually, is CYA, cover your ass, right? So, you know, whether it's getting a line of credit when you don't need it, getting some kind of pre-approval for some SBA loan or something like that, just to have these reserves in place and also make sure that you have, you know, two to three months of expenses in the bank. Because like Neil mentioned, bad things are going to happen, right? Like there are going to be cycles, right, in the economy or cycles in your business, whatever it is exactly. Maybe you lose a massive client, which this is why you need to diversify, right? But you got to protect yourself. Otherwise, you know, if if a bad thing happens, you're going to go under and people are going to be out of a job. And not only that, their families are going to struggle because you didn't cover your ass. So cover your ass. And that's it for today. I think this was a good episode. And let us know what you think. By the way, before we go, go to singlegrain.com slash giveaway if you want a special giveaway it's a marketing tool that we have for you and we will see you tomorrow this session of marketing school has come to a close be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of and don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible we'll see you in class tomorrow right here on marketing school